Reminder that you're watching the CW. Will Sarah stick around this time? Will Laurel ever stop being lush? Where the hell are Thea and Roy? Who will blood versus, how will blood versus Molly work out? Is Ollie really cooled on mommy for good? And how will Slade take care of his mole problem? At the end, is this the end <laughs> at the league and our favorite drinking game? All this and more on this episode of Rogarrowed. My name is Oliver Queen. After five years on a hellish island, I have come home with only one goal, to save my city. But to do so, I can't be the killer I once was. To honor my friend's memory, I must be someone else. I must be something else. Hello and welcome to the Rogue Arrow Podcast, Season 2, Episode 13, Heir to the Demon. As always, I'm Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Shubak. And I'm Laurel Merz. And Chris is having computer trouble again, meaning somebody dropped it off the moving truck when he was moving. So, yeah, problems. He hasn't been able to watch the episode, otherwise he'd be here via phone so sorry chris but we're doing it without you sorry bro sorry listeners but we're doing it without chris which is too bad how is he always gone on the episodes when super attractive women which are sort of his forte are introduced wait super attractive women are chris's forte quote unquote i I did air quotes for our listening audience yes hi I'm not sure. Maybe you might have to explain that to me. How are they his forte? It's his. It's the one. It's the thing that he usually has the most um, uh, opinions on. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's his wheelhouse. I get it. I get it. His wheel. Okay, wheelhouse, forte, whatever. Those are both words, I suppose. Well, forte would ex- would would sort of assume that he has like some form of expertise, which area. he does. I think he does. Because why? Because he's a heterosexual man who thinks boobs are hot and girls making out is hot. I don't know if I necessarily know that he may, knows that thinks that <laughs> girls making out is hot. But oh, think everybody he... thinks girls making out is hot. I had a traumatic experience. It's not my favorite. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, we had uh, Jason Cook call back in, and with a little bit of feedback, so we'll go ahead and listen to that real quick. Hey guys, Jason Cook here. Wow, what an episode last night. I figured I'd call in, especially since Rudy said last time that callers or calling in makes a person awesome, and I want to be awesome. So, all right, I don't even know where to jump into it. Um, one of the first things um, while opening up to seeing Sarah on that workout bar for a while, looking good. It's about time lost guys get a little bit of eye candy. So, uh, it was also very interesting. I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on having the flashbacks being from Sarah and not on the island, but her, you know, with the family. Um, definitely a lot different, and I kind of liked it. Uh, also wanted to see what you guys were thinking about the acting on today's episodes. Uh, for me, it was amazing. Ollie uh, giving that speech and just drama there and then confronting his mom afterwards, kind of like the same way uh, we had a lot of emotional turmoil when Laurel uh, was, um, or Laura, excuse me, was confronting um, Sarah and her family at the end, even slugging down the alcohol. And... Um, 
the bravery and love from Felicity, the, the fact that she had to tell Ollie, um, even though she was warned that he would, might hate her, and what are you guys' thoughts? Is Ollie going to have some resentment? Is that going to screw up things? Um, or is this going to draw him closer? Um, is Miss Felicity going to walk in on uh, Ollie and uh, Sarah getting freaky-deaky or not? Uh, <laughs> the fighting, I, what's to say, man? That was just off the hook there. It was just amazing stuff there. Um, I mean, obviously, also, what are your guys' thoughts on the big, like, opening shocker of uh, that uh, uh, Nessa uh, and um, Sarah were lovers, um, and that's kind of why she's being chased down by her to bring her back to the island. And um, let's see, what were some other things? Oh, no Roy, kind of a little bit different. I figured they showed him still working on the rage uh, to, or, you know, a way to control the, the Mirakuru, Mirakuru effects. Um, is Sarah going to be, you know, a new member? Is it going to be kind of like, um, you know, Arrow, red-headed Arrow and, blood, you know, Black Canary all fighting? If so, what's Diggle's going to roll? Is he going to be like the fourth man in? Just really curious. Love to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Um, see how you guys feel about Laurel at the end there, too. You end up like kind of like me, like hating her more. Um, even know what your thoughts on Slade at the end there. I mean, my God, Brother Blood looked petrified yet again when, you know, in the office was Slade. And uh, I don't know, something different about that one. He seemed a lot more calm, almost super cool and collected, and that made him even more a little scarier. Uh, I don't know, that little, you know, one-minute scene was very cool. So it got my Slade fix in. So, all right, guys, keep up the good work. Can't wait to listen to the podcast. Bye. Wow, a lot of stuff there, Jason. Thank you so much for that. We'll get to most of that in the episode. Mr. Steele, may I talk to you about something? I'm no longer your boss, Felicity, so let's make it water from now on. Okay, Walter. It's about Tempest. Mrs. Queen Super Sketchy Offshore LLC you asked me to look into last year. I remember. That's right. So, the thing is, I left an embedded account alert on it so we'd know if anyone ever accessed it again. A few days ago, there was a wire transfer made from Tempest to a numbered account at Starling National Bank. Probably the campaign accountant's shutting it down. Or it could be something else. That is the money Mrs. Queen used to do some really bad things. I mean, you guys did get divorced for pretty good reasons. Which is not my business. I'll talk to Moira first thing. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Of course. To begin with, let's uh, summarize. We've got uh, episode season two, episode 13, Heir to the Demon, written by Jake Coburn and directed by Wendy Stanzler. All right, so Arrow. Open on a pretty lady checking in at the airport, Radco in the name, uh, and traveling here for personal reasons. Argus Security pop-up list tells us she's a total badass, then she proves it by taking out an entire Homeland Security detail. I guess that's one way to skip the line. I try to just wear shoes that are easy to slip on and off. Mayoral <laughs> meeting Mommy Mola Moly Myra's mansion. <laughs> I gotta try it again. Mayoral meeting at Moly Moira Ma- Moira's mansion. Meanwhile. Dang, I can't do it. Steel and Velicity chat about Tempest. It has been transferring money into Starling National. Meanwhile, Ollie needs to end support for blood. 
Good timing. Ollie's off to the hospital to see Laurel. Her parents are here trying to get her into rehab. She says she didn't take pills. Remember that guy in the sketch, that sketchy guy in the bar? Laurel tells Lancey about the Sarah Spectre. Sarah is on the salmon ladder, and she's not as hot as Ollie Abs, but she's close second. Sarah is back mm-hmm. on the run, and Ollie's making her makes a plea to stay. He also wants to see Laurel's blood work. Lance calls to speak to Sarah. Flashback, family days, happy days, stabbing your sister in the back days. <clears throat> Lance and Sarah meet at their old Chinese palace. I have no idea what he says because there were too many S's, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with fighting to stay. Sarah runs into our NSA threat and makes out a while while Ollie watches. And then there's a threesome of talking with Raja Ghoul's daughter. <clears throat> she wants Sarah back. I want you back. Baby, back come back. Felicity is visiting Moira, and Tempest is on the docket. British people are really bad liars, she says. Felicity figures out the Thea problem. Money went to Moira's OB, which is uh, arguably a better way to take care of the OB than I would have expected from her. But Moira wants her to know, wants Felicity to know that... Uh, uh, wants to know what Felicity's going to do, then threatens Felicity that the truth will make Ollie hate her. Ending the pep talk with, we all have to keep our secrets. Sarah and Nessa talk. Nessa, a.k.a. Razagul's daughter. Uh, they have some lovey-dovey combo, then Sarah cuts the love off. Nessa looks like she wants to cut Sarah's face off. Sarah wants to be released and ends the chat with, do what you have to do. Uh... BT dub, I love Ollie workout scenes. Ollie's taking out his frustration yeah, a lot of them with Sarah too. on a tire, and it turns out it was snake venom in Laurel's blood that was used to draw Sarah back. Flashback! Laurel and Sarah have girl talk while Sarah sexts Ollie. Cat fight happens on the couch, but the texts tell us that she was thinking twice before Laurel bitched her out. It's all your fault, Laurel. Ha! Laurel's mom at the hospital gets grabbed by the league while refilling a water jug. The canary makes a move to save her. Ollie uses his motorcycle to fend off some arrows, which was a pretty freaking awesome move. Sarah's love for her mom makes her pause just long enough to get whacked in the face. The league takes mom while Sarah shrieks in the street, proving she may not need that little box after all. Lance and Sarah chat. Nessa poisoned Laurel and took mom. Sarah comes out of the closet to Lance. Then Nessa calls to say this is what it feels like when someone you love is gone and gives her a day to decide whether to come back. Because the best relationships are based on ultimatums. Flashback! Laurel is apartment hunting and Lance disapproves. News arrives about the bad ending of Ollie's boat trip. Meanwhile, back in the Arrow Cave, Felicity is tracking the venom. The local break-in leads to a license plate, which leads to an address. Blood calls Ollie to say he understands that Ollie must support Mommy for mayor and they can still be BFFs. Moira walks in. Blood offers advice. Get out. Now. Then they try to prove who has the bigger cock. Answer, neither. Douchebags are genderless. Proving that even in fictional politics, the choice is between the lesser of two evils. Lance and Sarah chat about girls. Lance puts on his good dead pants. He's just happy she was loved. Take that, Putin. Fight ensues with League Guy, who will die before giving up Nessa's locale. At the Queen coming out party, Ollie puts Diggs on the track of Laurel's mom, 
Ollie and Felicity chat about family, all leading to a truth that Felicity hopes won't trigger her own daddy issues. Sarah reaches out to Nessa, agreeing to go back to the league while holding a vial of poison. Back at Laurel's apartment, Lance and Laurel are crying over coffee when Sarah calls for the plans for Mommy's pickup. At the mayoral announcement, Ollie seems to know the truth. He gives the intro for Moira, and his disappointment and anger cannot be covered. But he pulls it together just in time to make it not look awful. Still taking the time to whisper sweet nothing in Mommy, Molly, Meryl, elect ear... I know. Ollie, going after Sarah. Put a tracer on her, smart man. If you are playing the Raza Ghoul drinking game, you should be drunk by now. At the, at the drop-off, Mom and Sarah uh, see each other for the first time. Sarah's already poisoned herself. No! Oh, no! Lance calls 911. Nessa is planning to send them all to hell, and Ollie and Nessa rumble. Hell hath no fury as a woman scorned by another woman. Sarah saves <laughs> Nessa just in time. He, oh, no, uh, Ollie saves, well, it's back and forth. There was like a whole thing there. Sarah keeps Nessa from dying, and then Ollie keeps Sarah from dying. He must have given her something to bring her back. And Nessa acquiesces and releases her again, drink, as she says her father's name. Laurel is here, and she just looks confused. At the mansion, Moira reviews her tapes. Ollie pauses the TiVo to give her a lecture on lying, and now he has to lie. And he wants no relationship personally, but he will be a good actor on the outside for Thea only. Mom thinks she can get him back by saying his name a million times. Sarah at home... And Laurel is drinking and being a bitch and throwing shit. What's new? Flashback. Moira at the Lance home, delivering the Sarah news. Meanwhile, back in our real time, Slade is giving blood a verbal lashing, and now he will be the one to take care of Moira. Ollie and Sarah back together again. Lovey, mushy makeout scene commence. Reminder that you're watching the CW. Will Sarah stick around this time? Will Laurel ever stop being a lush? Where the hell are Thea and Roy? Who will blood versus, how will blood versus moly work out? Is Ollie really cooled on mommy for good? And how will Slade take care of his mole problem? At the end, is this the end <laughs> at the league and our favorite drinking game? All this and more on this episode of Rogarode. Nice. Been doing that for like an hour. You saw Laurel. Is she gonna be okay? You saved her life. Hey, thanks for calling me. And I never did ask you. How did you find me? I wasn't gonna lose you again. I should get going. Okay, so that's it. You're back in town for 24 hours, now you're just gonna take off again? The League of Assassins is still after me, Ollie, and staying in town would put my whole family at risk. I only came back because Laurel's in trouble. Well, she's still in trouble, Sarah. Your entire family needs you. So do I. Uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... As Jason mentioned, eye candy for guys. It's is yeah, 
nice nice to feel he, not left the out. The salmon ladder, Sarah going off the salmon ladder was definitely. Uh, I I thought it was more interesting than watching uh, Oliver do it. But that's because you're thing. a heterosexual man. Because I have a wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're not a genderless douchebag. I mean, there's a genderless anyway. Yeah, it, it it's just. It's nice to have it evened out a little bit, is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I respect Oliver and Diggle for their extremely large muscles. But we never get to see any of, uh, of uh, the women. I will say, though, her doing that salmon ladder was, like, all editing. And I think that the actor who plays Oliver is actually doing that shit. Oh, yeah. He's uh, always doing it, yeah. He's Just in saying. really good shape, Stephen Amell. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, and yeah, that it was a little more camera trickery with Sarah doing it, which isn't too surprising. Yes, I'm sure that it's very, very difficult to do, and I will never be able to do even one in my whole life. I might be able to do one. Maybe. You can't even do a pull-up. No, me neither. <laughs> too bottom-heavy. Uh... So yeah, the, just nice seeing that and get a good line from Felicity as she and Diggle stare at her. She's been doing that for like an hour. There Great. were like three scenes of him just like going to town on stuff where he was punching desks and punch and hitting tires with hammers and then doing the the block punch routine dummy thing like it was he was shirtless a lot this episode it's true so you are welcome yay and also thank you for sarah for that happening cool (laughs) (laughs) uh flashbacks like yeah i thought it was I, i actually really loved the idea that we weren't necessarily flashing back to the island for once yeah, it's the second time that's happened. Uh, the first was when Moira was doing that. The, um, I don't know. There was something to do with Moira. I forget which episode it was. <laughs> the yeah. only problem that I had with the flashbacks is that they were like, the, the two girls were trying really hard to act young, and you could tell they were trying hard to act young. That yeah. was the only thing. Like, Sarah even changed her voice in the very first scene mm-hmm. that she was in, where she's like, I had a three-day weekend, so I just thought I'd come up and, like, hang out or whatever. That was pretty spot on, actually. To be fair, Oliver changed his voice between early Island Oliver and uh, and, and current. <laughs> yeah, but it's much more seamless. Like, because his is, like, a whole thing. His body language is different. His eyes are different. His yeah. Voice is his slightly old voice different. sounds like an actual voice. Yes. Her old voice sounded like, um, I don't know, like an imitation, like that girl on Saturday Night Live when she's like pretending to be like Miley Cyrus and some stuff. Yeah, uh, the first time we see their whole family together and they don't really look like they belong in a family together. That's true too. In my eyes. I did love seeing River Song again. Yes, always. But she really doesn't fit in with everyone else. True fact. I didn't know that her mom was supposed to have been a judge. 
Yeah, I don't think we learned that before. I think it might have been hinted at, but I don't think we ever learned fully. Uh, Are we sure that she's because they said you're you're gonna be a judge or a teacher like your mother? I don't know if it was like a judge like your mother or a teacher like your mother. I don't know if it was necessarily supposed to be both. That makes sense. To interpretation. Yeah, I well, initially I think heard. She was a judge and she was a teacher. Is the thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Not super important. Like she was probably a judge and a professor somewhere. Sure. Okay. We could go with that. Um. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't. I don't know. Flashbacks were weird for me. It. It just felt forced. And it didn't really show us anything new is the problem. Like, Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, like, oh, Sarah and Laurel were fighting oh, before they left. Oh, they had a before she went on the boat. Oh, no, that makes it worse. Well, I will say the one thing that I found to be surprising was that, like, Sarah was basically being, or not Sarah, Laurel was basically being a total dick, you know? So I could see why her sister, I mean, it gave us some context as to why she would have chosen to do that. Yeah, but I haven't really cared about Laurel since, like, the second or third episode. She's just not been really interesting as a character to me. So that didn't really add anything. But I could see that one thing being a good reason to have this. That's aspect. the only thing I'm saying. Yeah. That at the least, at least there was that one little hint that like she blames her sister and, and you know, we really are seeing that now that they're actually together in a room again, but she sort of egged it on by being a total dick. Yeah. Like she was thinking to about going another way and, then Laurel was a dick, and she was like, okay, well, never mind. I'm going to just say, no, you're a dick, and I'm doing what I want. Well, if you're going to be a cunty bitch about it, then. <laughs> yeah, it, the only thing I got from the flashbacks was that their relationship was not good before she went on the boat with Oliver, Like that, and that wasn't the cause of Laurel hating Sarah. Right. So, yeah, enough about flashbacks or sitcom, the Lance sitcom, as I like to refer to it. All right, other plots. We had uh, the Moira stuff. Didn't feel like a ton happened there. Well, I mean, yeah. Mostly, mo anything that happened that was interesting in the Moira story was because of the Thea pregnancy issues. Yeah. Anyone else think Oliver kind of overreacted to that? Quite I a mean, bit, yeah. I mean, the initial reaction, well, yeah, I get that. But I mean, after the biggest, that, the like... The biggest thing that pisses me off about Oliver's that? reaction is, he's like, how could you keep that secret from me? Plus, also, we have got to keep this a secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that, yeah, too. Yeah, that was a little, like... Hypocrite much, Oliver? Besides the fact that he is keeping like the biggest secret of all from his family. Yeah. A dick. But that one makes sense. It's to protect everyone. Yeah. How, how is... Uh, yeah, how is she name? not being protected? 
Yeah, like, how is Thea being a Merlin? Like, how is that protecting her? How, by not knowing? I don't know. I don't see it. But, uh, I mean, yeah, like, your whole life is a lie, but it's still family. Family is family. Also, what's new? Your whole life has been alive for this whole show. (laughs) Exactly. That's also true. Uh, weird. And then Blood and Oliver's bromance can't really go on. I mean, they're going to try, but not. it's kind of hard when you're on opposing sides. Hey, and then Blood's all like, I will you destroy you. And Mortar's all like, don't underestimate me. Oh, I know. It was such a cockfight. Yeah. You know, I will say I'm kind of enjoying the return of Bad Moira, you know, like, oh, the yeah. first season you kind of wonder, oh, is she really bad, or is she just, are they just trying to make us wonder about her, or what? I kind of dig that she's just not a good person. Yeah, it's it's much more interesting that way, for sure. Cool. Um, the Nyssa stuff. What do you think of uh, Nyssa Al Ghul? loved all of it mostly like i thought that she as a character was sort of one-dimensional in that all she wanted was was sarah back but i thought that her her action sequences were freaking rad and her Mm -hmm. character concept was freaking rad and her hair Mm -hmm. was rad um yeah she was hot as hell yeah Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i don't know if i like that she and sarah were lovers (laughs) i do I mean, it's it's cool that you know that's not really a big thing. Uh, it just yeah, I love that they didn't make a big deal of it. Like no one was like Oliver was like, wait, 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 when did you turn by? And her dad wasn't like, look, I just want you to be happy. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff is great. However, like, why why is that a thing? Why are they in love? Well, it makes more sense. I mean, like I know that Raja Ghul is the kind of guy who's gonna drink um (laughs) who's going to like go after anybody who leaves or whatever but i thought that like his fur like fervor for trying to get her back made a little more sense and the fact that she was still alive despite the fact that they were still looking for her made more sense because she was whatever a lover lover (laughs) yeah i could see that I don't know. It felt a little like, oh, Sarah's just really susceptible to <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> no, that is definitely true about her, though. That's Probably a very point. good point. I mean, we've got Ivo on the boat, and she's all like, yeah, I'm infatuated. And then, no, fuck you. And now she gets, air quotes, rescued by Nyssa. And now they're in love. Hmm. It's like... Whoever saves her deserves a courtesy bang. Basically, <laughs> I just want to kidnap her is what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's gross. She's a, <laughs> she's a total whore for being uh, protected and saved from things. But who's not? Exactly. That's true. Uh, I want to feel protected and safe. <laughs> Claire, come make me feel protected and safe. <laughs> I like the way you said it. Claire! Alright. Uh, any more 
plot kind of thingies? Anything plot worthy um, to say? Um, uh, nope. <laughs> Action sequences were pretty sick. Fucking awesome, yeah. Your testimony at trial. You had an affair with Malcolm Merlin one year before Thea was born. Merlin is Thea's father. I can see why Walter and Oliver have such a high appraisal of your capabilities. So, what are you going to do with this information? Felicity. I don't know. Confronting you in your living room was as far as my plan went. I thought you deserved the chance to tell Oliver yourself. He should hear it from you. I'm not going to tell my son anything, and neither are you. If you won't keep my secret for Oliver's sake, you should keep it for your own. I see the way you look at him. If you tell him this, you will rip his world apart, and a part of him will always blame you. Oh, he'll hate me for sure, but he will hate you too. We all have to keep secrets, Miss Smoke. I thought that a lot of the, the acting was, I like the acting in this one. Like the lot, even the people who, like one of the people on Facebook said that they were really upset with Laurel's dead face. Uh, mm-hmm. In this, I'm guessing they're talking about in the scene where um, they're fighting, where they're fighting they're... at the end of it all. Yeah. When she throws the glass across the room or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I think it worked really well there. Psychologically appropriate, actually. Yeah, I agree. Persons in psychological, like psychological, well, when they're in mental illness, one of the major signs or symptoms of of major and mental illness is a flat affect particularly in bipolar uh, depressive, you know, major depressive disorder. So the fact that she's struggling so hard now with addiction and likely because she's absolutely like a little OCD, a little depressed and very, very anxious, it made absolute sense for her to be, have dead eyes. Yeah. She's not herself. Yeah, she's... I was I was a little more impressed with the exception of the scenes, you know, the flashback scenes. I thought Sarah did a much better job this episode. A lot less like grumpy cat face. A lot more depth to her performance in the real world. I thought that was good. It the the entire sort of mood of this particular episode was a little melodramatic for me, and maybe it's because just because they were sort of pushing this whole Ollie being angry at mom and. And it didn't quite make a ton of sense, and so that felt a little melodramatic. Or, uh, like, the only person who had, like, I felt like cause for her particular reaction was Felicity, which they explained well. Her terror at being, you know, at losing Ollie, not just because she loves him, but because she's been left before. I think that they explained that really well. And she was so understated in her response to that and well, that like was, so beautiful yeah. and doe-eyed in that moment where she was sort of asking for him to never leave before I give you this terrible, you know, this terrible news. But, but otherwise the rest felt, felt like a little like extra melodramatic. The fact that Sarah's going to like kill herself rather than go back. I mean, I understand on some level, but that was such an overreaction. And then the way that, 
Nessa is like willing to take out a girl's whole family to have her, which I guess makes some sense because she's part of the league, but that was a little melodramatic. And then Ollie's reaction to his mom was a little melodramatic. And definitely. His mom's the- reaction to him was a little, was, was appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's all like, we're done. And she's like, what the. What the fuck? Are you serious? This 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 is where we draw the line. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I think that that so it was like if there was like one melodramatic plot line, then I think it would have been more viable for me. But because there were like four all stacked on top of each other, for me the the sort of feeling of the whole show was a little bit too much at times, most of the time, really a lot of the time. But <laughs> I I didn't hate the way that the plot is going, and I like the idea of Sarah being around now, where before, if she had been, like, delivered to our doorstep and was going to stay, I would have been like, ah, more grumpy cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think we see a lot more of Felicity this episode, just not only in, like, what you were saying about uh, her background and everything, but even just her acting is just really solid. Uh, yeah, it was more than just being the cute quipper this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with her talk with Moira, where she confronts her, is it, great. And then the, probably the best scene in the episode, apart from the action fights. Uh, and then when she's talking with Ollie, first off, horrible time to do that. Couldn't you wait till after the introduction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surely it can well, last that long. And there's a conversation that could be had. That is, she literally just says, you know, af- afterwards. Just yeah. Oh, by the way, now you have to go introduce this woman who's been lying to you your entire life. But then the dramatic moment of him being up there and like wondering whether or not he's going to be a, you know, a dick about it in public. Yeah. That's that that I understand that choice from a plot standpoint. On the other hand, it does seem sort of out of character for Felicity to like drop a bomb before a person has to go do a thing, you know. And out of character for Oliver for not being able to cover that as well. I mean, we've seen him literally go up and pretend he's the playboy and do a very similar kind of announcement where he just says like, you know fuck this company i'm not gonna take part and you know he he has the ability to throw on that act and sure she was told or he was told right before that he could still take you know 20 seconds and pull that back up and then go up there and have a grand time performing to the peons right and that's the melodrama i'm talking about Mm mm-hmm that's right there. That's a perfect example. It's just strange. Mm-hmm. Another thing I noticed this episode, which has been happening the entire series, I bet, but I noticed it at least twice this episode, where somebody pulls a gun on Nyssa and then walks towards them so that they're within range so she can disarm them. Yeah, that's silly. Why would you do that? They, they should be trained better than that. Especially because it's a... Well, the airport <laughs> cop I could see, because probably a rent-a-cop doesn't have to deal with this a whole lot. But then Lance is the other guy who does it. He like, right. steps over Sarah, who's dying on the ground, and 
pulls the gun out over towards hit her and then steps within two the feet. The only of her. thing that could defend that choice would be he's putting himself between her and Sarah to sort of just block, just to just to be a blocker. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't happened earlier in the episode, I would say that's fine and we can move on. But it, oh, you're right, because it kind of happened with the with the guy that was there to like pick Sarah up, you know, mm-hmm. the one that killed himself. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that kind of stuff when everything else is fine with their fighting and everything. Like their fighting is fantastic. And then you get something like that. It's like, who took a day off? Like, Yeah. Weird. Someone got a C in arms training at police academy. <laughs> well, we had that problem with, uh, we had that problem with Colson this week too, where one of the, like literally ever, they had all this fantastic makeup mm-hmm. and then one prosthetic that was just like, how la, 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 did that like slip that. through? I won't give any spoilers, but it was awesome. Good good episode this week. But there was one bad uh, cut that just looks so fake. I'll look for it. Do, you'll and then listen it. to our podcast, and you'll see. No, I'm just joking. Do you listen to our podcast, though? Who, me? No, I don't listen to podcasts. Why not? <laughs> You have to you have to participate in the podcast community while you're. Fighting. I'm not a doer. I'm just a, no. Listen, I participate in YouTube watching. I love YouTube. It's my favorite thing to watch besides television. All right. So, Eric. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, how's everything with you and Oliver? Great. We decided to start looking at apartments together. I know it's a big step, but we're ready. I think we'll live together for a year, engaged for another, and then Mrs. Laurel Queen. Maybe one day. This is kind of assuming that he's ever ready to settle down. What's that supposed to mean? Well, we both know at least 10 girls that he slept with. (laughs) Can't you just be happy for me? I mean, if you met some amazing guy who wanted to spend the rest of his life with you, I would be so supportive and so happy for you. I wasn't trying to be a bitch. (sighs) Title of your autobiography. (laughs) I'm gonna get some sleep. Yeah, comics, as far as references go, I think the only thing is Nyssa Al Ghul. Talia's sister, Rouse's son, daughter. The other one. Um... Technically, Damien Wayne's aunt, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty much the character we saw on the show, so. Uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, quotes. Bunch of good quotes. Mostly from Felicity again. Always. Always from Felicity. She's the most quotable of them all. Mm-hmm. Though one quote that sticks in my head is, there's one thing I can tell you. I'm home. And then they bang, 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 and they bang, 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 bang. Because home is where the heart is. And her heart's home is on where Oliver's heart cock. Is. Uh, yeah. Because home is where his heart on is. Right. His yeah. heart on, is that you said? Maybe. I like yes. it. 
uh, Felicity's talking to Walter. And she keeps calling him Mr. Steel, and he's like, let's make it Walter from now on. And he has a British accent, so she's like, okay, Walter. Okay, Walter. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's so weird, but I liked it. And then she's been doing that for like an hour. Uh, when Sarah and Laurel are talking in the past in their sitcom, Sarah says, I wasn't trying to be a bitch. And Laurel's like, that should be the title of your autobiography. That was pretty good. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, blood is thicker than politics when blood is talking to Queen. His name is Blood. Oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite episode, though, was or favorite quote in this episode was uh, Sarah talking with Lance. And Lance is like, so where did you meet up with Arrow? And she just responds, Vigilante Club. <laughs> ah, good stuff. All right. Yeah, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoy I often enjoy them. I feel like at the end of the last episode, I had a lot more moments where my head exploded. But a lot less really actually happened. Um. <laughs> Like, this episode had more things going on throughout it, but less, like, huge reveals. Yeah. Less, like, major impact on the world, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but but definitely a lot more fun of a ride. If yeah. it wasn't a little bit melodramatic. Yeah. Yeah, if you shave off some of that melodrama, then really good episode. Otherwise, just pretty good. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm into the soap opera aspect of it, but I didn't. I didn't find myself thinking, "Ugh, so much emotion." Mm. But that could just be me. I'm okay for that being me. It's probably just you. All right. Didn't really have trick <laughs> arrows. Brad James just made a funny post on Rogue Arrow podcast on Facebook. Merlin's mistress Moira, Molly mother, maybe mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's catching on. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Keep those alliterations coming. I'm gonna like it. Because I love alliteration. Like. Consider it liked Bradley James. Bradley James. What's Brad's middle name? I want to say all three. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. Points. Why is it Louise? I mean, it's Edward, but I don't know if he wants me to announce that to the world. Well, too late. <laughs> Bradley Edward James, I like your post. I like your style. I like your moves. All right, like so yeah, trick guy. arrows. I think the only one we had was the canary screech. Well, device. we had um, we had the arrow that that knocked the dagger out of the air or something, or we had the arrow that stopped something else from killing somebody. Okay, but it and was then, like a trick shot with a trick arrow. Yeah, and then Nissa had a trick shot where she shoots off Oliver's uh, quiver. Oh yeah, that was really. Oh cool. yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good trick shot. That was a really cool fight with them sh just shooting at each other. 
And her shooting up through the roof over and over again. Like, there was a there was some really... Like, I liked that they made her a good bow person. Yeah. Because it made some really, really interesting bow-style fight scenes. And also, it's canon- canonical because Merlin's got the bow style, too. So it's like they teach it. At the assassin school. Yeah, which is down the street from Vigilante Club. That's where they really met. Exactly. All right. Uh, I'm about done with this episode. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it, wrap it, wrap it up. The fact that you are advising me to get out before I even announce my candidacy suggests that you're threatened. I'm apprehensive about destroying my friend's mother. I can take care of myself. Really? During your trial, you portrayed yourself as a fragile creature living under Malcolm Merlin's thumb. So which is it? The woman strong enough to lead this city? Or the one too weak-willed to save it? The one who should not be underestimated. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, shoot us an email at arrowpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us posts on our website, roguearrow.blogspot.com. You can also find a link to our other podcasts, the Colson Lives podcast, the Mainframe Chronicle podcast, and the Cinemasters podcast. You can also like us on Facebook and write and review us on iTunes. Those are good ways to let us know what we need to improve or what's working well uh if you want to call in like uh jason good guy jason calls in quite a bit that's that number is 909 arrow 07 there's also a link on the blogspot page that you can leave us a voicemail there um that jason guy is better than just okay would you yeah, say he's, he's right. awesome he is awesome. I thumbs upped it. Like I thumbs upped your mom last night. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, yo. let's uh, settle down now. It's the reason why you have two <laughs> thumbs. That is. Oh my god. <laughs> you might have to edit that out. Oh wait, no, I forgot. We're explicit. We're explicit. Yeah, we're not explicit we gotta tag. earn that explicit tag. So sweet. That's uh, my job. Help you earn the explicit tag. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, join <laughs> us next time, which I believe is a couple weeks from now, due to Olympics or something. So oh, to take God. a couple weeks off. So, Go yeah. America! This February twenty sixth is when the next episode airs, and that episode is titled "Time of Death." Ooh. Bum bum bum. So, something sinister is about to happen. <laughs> is uh, Mommy Moira Mole in mortal danger? <laughs> Until then, I'm Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Laurel Mers. And I'm Molly Mers. Wait. <laughs> I don't have that many moles. Oh, wait, never mind. I have lots of moles. I just don't have any in my face. I do. Until next time. Don't forget to pop a Merlin. Yeah. So what exactly is the plan here? We wait. The arrow will lead him right to us.
So what exactly is the plan here? We wait. The arrow will lead him right to us. You know, you never did tell me how you joined up with the arrow in the first place. Where'd you two even meet? Vigilante club. <laughs> same old Sarah. Well, not exactly the same. I loved her, Dad. Upset. Honestly, Sarah, to think what you've been through these past six years, pain, loneliness, I'm just happy to hear you had someone to care for you. <laughs>